Welcome to the SIFT Podcast. Our goal is to cultivate real conversations and sift through challenging topics, coming together with different perspectives, because this is real life and we can only get through it together. Hello. Hi. Hey. How y'all doing? Hey. Hey. How y'all doing? Hey. How y'all doing? How is everyone? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Sift Podcast. I'm having mic issues. There you go. Okay. All right. Now how's are. everybody doing? Uh, good. How are y'all? How's everyone's week going so far? Pretty good going it's yeah. definitely going it's going yeah Same. yeah it's been a a week one of my coworkers brought pot to school what <laughs> mm-hmm. we work at a preschool <laughs> case and no one knew that i work at a preschool and we get to work and i'm like why does this hallway smell like marijuana and i thought it was just me and so i didn't say anything and then I heard somebody else say, that stinks. And I was like, it smells like pot. And they're like, it does smell like pot. And I'm like, why does it smell like that? And so then uh, kids, we go to get the kids from their vans, parents, cars, all the things, buses, and we get them inside and it still smells like pot. And so then oh, I'm no. like, maybe um, a parent was smoking pot, taking their kid to school or around their kids items and now the backpack smells like pot and so the locker smell like pot and it's just like permeating the whole hallway it was so strong it literally smelled like somebody was standing in the hallway smoking pot like it was strong and so majority of the day we could not figure out why it smelled like marijuana it was so bad and so then one of the teachers tried to like cover the smell with her diffuser, and then it smelled like lemon and marijuana, mm. and it was it was terrible. <laughs> Not lemon and marijuana. It was so bad. And so, um, uh, one of my coworkers was like, "I'm I feel like it's one of the kids' lockers or something. Maybe a parent did smoke around their kid or something." Now, is this coworker that brought the pot? Like, is she with around y'all? Like, also being like, "Why does it smell like pot?" She was in another room. Oh, okay, so I don't know because there's three. There's four classrooms all together and there's three down on one end of the hall and then one alone by itself at the other end of the hall. And so she was in the uh, room across across the way. Now, I'm sure everybody else was complaining because other people in other rooms are complaining, but I don't know. I can't vouch her for whether yeah. or not she heard. So um, well, the, one of my co- one of my coworkers or one of the ladies that is in my room was like, I'm going to go and just like smell lockers because it's weird. So she smells all the kids lockers and she's not getting like a really profound smell. And so she goes to the staff lockers, which are in the same row and gets to this one coworker's locker. And it is like intense. And she's like, why would you do that? Like, why would you bring pot to school? Like, are you dumb? Mm. So I don't, I don't know exactly how, it went down, but I think that somebody said something, not to her directly, but like in general. And next thing we know, she goes to her locker, grabs her purse, goes to the bathroom. Somebody goes into the bathroom after her and the bathroom now smells like pot. And then 
somebody said, well, now we got to spray down the bathroom. And so then she goes and sprays down the bathroom, puts her purse back in the locker, and then the smell goes away. So mm. I think she flushed it or something. Oh. Maybe she didn't Dang. know it was in there. How would you not know? She forget. had to have smelled it. I mean, come on. I mean, if she's used to that smell all the time. I mean, I guess, but why would you know that you smell like that or that it smells like that in your purse and still bring it to a preschool? And everybody well, was complaining. I mean. Like, why would you not put two and two together and be like, oh, I have pot well, in my purse? Well, that's probably what it was when she finally heard about it and was like, oh, crap. I, goes and gets the purse, deals a with whole, it. A whole mess. Maybe she was on her way to the party the night before or something. I, and yeah. I don't know. It, it must be in the water because... My friend who works at the elementary school, because I'm at the preschool, my friend that works at the elementary school said that their long-term sub came in to work a half hour late, high as a kite. Oh, my gosh. Reeking of marijuana. And the students were like, man, you smell really bad. Why do you smell so bad? Oh, so like the superintendent came and like interviewed her and like asked her like what's going on. And she told obviously it was a lie. She said that her friend has cancer. And that she uses medicinal marijuana and that this morning she smoked it around her and that's why she smells like that. What? Now, mind you, we have to be at work at eight o'clock in the morning. So you're with your friend who has cancer sitting in the room with her while she smoked her medicinal marijuana. Come on now. And it made you a half hour late. What? <laughs> with your bloodshot eyes. Ma'am. You know what's the worst part? It's like, ma'am. She, what if she doesn't have a friend who has cancer and she's just <laughs> right? Like she like and come she's on. just like fully just like a full eye oh that's yep. terrible no i know i'm like what is going on that in itself is a what the heck ohio I, come what on the now heck ohio. what the heck ohio goodness golly gracious uh wow speaking of i guess we can just <laughs> since you brought it up i guess we could jump into it unless anybody else has something else to add that's crazy i'm ready okay this is from city beat cincinnati news um, when was this? Uh, February of 22. So it's recent. Oh, Cincinnati gets pounded with $757,000 worth of illicit erectile dysfunction drugs. What do they mean when they say get pounded <laughs> with? That's just the, the sub word. I, the sub, <laughs> I was like, mm. <laughs> the sub heading is stiff penalties are in order. I'm screaming. <laughs> Okay, it says, it's time to come clean, Cincinnati. U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers have seized huge loads of Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra coming through the port of Cincinnati within shipments of authorized drugs since the beginning of January um, in 2022. Um, They're all brand names of oral medications to treat erectile dysfunction. One suggested they cause erections that can last anywhere up to 36 hours, depending on the brand, blah, 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 blah. Uh, federal officials say that regular shipments of vitamin supplements and for some reason watches were engorged with illegally imported medications. What? <laughs> and the feds took more than 32,500 Viagra, Cialis and Levitra pills along with 1,050 packets of jellies con- containing in quotes, miracle honey, which <laughs> features Viagra's active ingredient. Officials say the large legal packages originated from China, India, Malaysia, or Sudan, and were passing through Cincinnati on their way to Indiana, Kentucky, and seven other states. If legally sold, the seized drugs would have been about $750,000. $750, wow. 
medications that originate outside the U.S. are not necessarily regulated or safe. Um, consumers are purchasing the prescription medications from other countries thinking they're getting them at a discount when, in fact, they're purchasing an inferior project or product. Mm. What medication were the medications intended for Valentine's Day? Officials don't say, but Cincinnati offers busted a similar sh- shipment last February. Stiff penalties for the crime. That must be hard on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's a lot of drugs for your peen. Yeah. yeah, there must be a need for it. Look at that's the picture. That's how much. That's crazy. That's like an entire Walmart palette of imagine drugs. Imagine being upset like you just bought that. And then like you're like, why hasn't it arrived yet? <gasps> the description of the picture says this stack of seized Viagra pills could commu- could, bleh, could cumulatively cause erections for months. <laughs> I mean, hey, they want to have a good time. <laughs> that is hilarious. I, you know, it's so hard funny. for them and that's why they need it. You know what? It's apparently not hard out here in these streets, so they needed some help. (laughs) (laughs) My, there we go. Okay. I couldn't get it to stay. You're having problems with your microphone. It won't stand up. Excuse me, producer J.O. Can you help Brie with her microphone? Ah! You loosened it. Where'd it go? (laughs) Okay. I don't know why the fall it keeps falling on me. I don't know why it's falling on me. That must be hard on you. Cue elevator music. That's good. Perfect. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. We are apologizing for the technical difficulties on today's episode. Yes. Gorgeous, darling. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yay. Thank you. With that, now that we're ready, <laughs> um, this week's episode, we are going to be talking about friendship. Friendship. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. N is for anywhere and anytime at all. Down here in the deep blue sea. F is for fire that burns down the whole town. U is for uranium. Bombs. N is for no survivors. Plankton! F is for frolic through all the flowers. U is for ukulele. N is for nose picking. Sharing on my sand, licking here with my best buddy. Okay, okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) First, I just want to say, and I just want to talk about how difficult it is to have friends after high school and in your 20s. Come on, you better say that louder for the people in the back. It's difficult. Say a lot of just in the back. Hey. <laughs> it's and, true. And I think it's because everybody just gets so busy and like they're doing their own thing and after high school and like, you know, being kind of selfish, which is important, you know, to an extent, you know, but like it's we're all taking time to focus on yourself and what you want to do with your life and your hopes and dreams and like where you want to be and like making goals, all that. And sometimes like you have to be selfish in that time and you have to like kind of focus on you and your growth and what you're doing. And, um, like it could look like focusing on school or work or just getting your priorities right or setting boundaries with people. Like this is a time of like growth and experiencing and, and all that. Like, would you agree? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's, uh, 
<clears throat> it can go one of two ways. It can be if you're the one that's going off to college go, or going off for a new job or leaving or moving. Um, it's a time of explore, exploration and it gives you a lot of opportunities to potentially, you know, make new friends and start new. But if you're um, somebody like me who didn't go off to college, didn't leave, didn't move away, um, all your friends leave, all your people yeah. leave. And it leaves you in a space of like, what do I do now? Yeah. Like, who do I have now? And then, like you said, creating new friendships and meeting new people in your 20s is really freaking hard. Yeah. And I imagine it will be even harder as you get older because um, uh, where people are in life changes. You know, like I have friends that are the same age as me and they have three kids. Yeah. I don't have kids yet. And, you know, um, like and I have you that two, same friend who's married with kids and I'm not even married yet. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody's on different like walks of life and it makes it hard. Like people that, you know, we can get together. Three of us can get together pretty much any time that we want because mm-hmm. we don't have obligations. Yes, I'm married, but like I could just be like, hey, I'm going to do this. And he's like, OK, like I don't have to worry about getting a sitter. I don't have to like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, but you know, my friend, my friends that have kids, like they can't just like drop a hat and like whatever. So like it's less time spent together. Or it's less, you know, it's it's just a different dynamic and it makes it different, difficult. So you either have the option of going to explore, meet new people, or it leaves you in the option of being kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. And also, like if, if you aren't going away, like I feel like everybody has that moment, like when they turn 18 or shortly after or moving out of your parents, like you have a moment of who am I? You know, when you're on a journey to find yourself and who you are and who are you outside of your family and outside of your relationships and just as an adult, a new adult person who's mm-hmm. just figuring out life, like mm. identity crisis, like who am I, you know? Um, and you hit more than just one. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, I It's I a say, continuous journey. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 28 this year. I had one when I was probably 16, 17. I had one when I was 18, 19, and I had one when I was 25. So, like, I think it just, like, every couple of years, you, like, you change, your maturity level changes. Right. Um, and, and that's on finding your identity in Christ. Period. But <laughs> you're going to have multiple of, like, who the heck am I and what am I doing with and my life? And that's okay. Yeah, that's totally normal. Like, I had, I had lots. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's super difficult because you do get to a point though, like when you need relationships and you need community and it and it's really difficult to navigate your own life while also making other people a priority in your life and making them feel special, especially if, when you feel like you're constantly pouring into someone's life and they might not be re- reciprocating that. Mm-hmm. Like I know all of us here And most of you, I'm sure, have like been burned by people or friendships or whatever it is. But I think instead of talking about like those experiences and like the toxic behaviors and whatever, I think we should just talk about like what it means to be a good friend Mm -hmm. and like how we can do that and how we can carry that into our relationships. Mm -hmm. Not that bad things won't still happen. Right. Mm -hmm. But if we're carrying ourselves the way that we should in our relationships, then... We're going to attract those that are going to do the same. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So first, I just want to like ask, like, what do you guys, why do you guys think it's so difficult to have friendships in your 20s? And I'm not talking about just people that you hang out with once in a while. I'm talking about like actual friends, someone you can have a deep, vulnerable relationship, like someone you can go to when you're struggling, like a good quality friend. Mm. Hmm. 
I don't know we kind of answered it already, but. Well, like like I said earlier, that a lot of it can be that the different stages of life that people can be in. Um, but I think another thing that could make it difficult is um, when you're in your 20s, you which we all, all three of us still are. But when when you're in your 20s, you are, like we said, trying to find yourself. And there's a lot of um, social pressure to be liked by others. And there's a lot of... Um, want to be liked by others and it is easy to kind of go with the crowd um and in in some situations that can leave other people hurt um i know that um i am i definitely have done this before that you know i just wanted to be liked and because so-and-so didn't necessarily like somebody i'm like oh well then i'm not going to either like when i was in my younger 20s that was a thing like oh this person doesn't like this person oh i can't be friends with that person i can't well that person didn't do anything to me that person didn't do anything to hurt my feelings that person didn't you know do anything honestly didn't do anything really terrible to my friend Mm -hmm. so why am i you know because i was so concerned about this person liking me that i wasn't even going to entertain the idea of being friends with this other person because of what this one person said. So I think, I think that that's a lot of it is like the social pressures from other people and from life and, um, this need to be liked that, you know, because when we're in our, especially in our young twenties that we have a lot of maturing and growing to do into who we are and understanding how the world works. Um, and I learned, you know, the hard way that, um, sorry, she distracted me. I learned the, I learned the hard way that um, we have to be able to make decisions on our own and we have to make those decisions based on what's best for us and what makes us happy and not based on um, a popular popularity contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. I think that I've had a diff- uh, not a difficult, but a different experience from y'all because I have been blessed enough to have friends that I've been friends with for years and we've been able to go through really difficult things, but also like grow through them Mm -hmm. together. Um, So friendships in my twenties hasn't been like difficult in a sense that like I become friends with people and then like something happens and it just ends. I've just been able to like go through like bad things with them. Well, not bad things because bad things don't happen, but right. like, you know, like different things just happen. Like for, for instance, um, my friend Aaliyah, she went to, um, a school that was far away from like our hometown. Mm-hmm. So having to navigate, like trying to find time to like spend time with her and then like also being, being accepting and, um, like, mm, I don't want this to come off bad. I'm trying to think of a word. Being accepting of like her being in a new place mm-hmm. and just like you said, like when you go off to college, like, like this the is jealousy, not like, jealousy because we weren't I wasn't jealous, but left behind feeling kind of. Yeah, because it's like we're at home Take and then like you and then like she's like having fun oh, and having like fun, all yeah. these things, you know, mm-hmm. and then like like you're replacing me. Kind of. I mean, that's how I felt when my friends went away for college. I was like, yeah, like kind of a sense of that. But like going through that, but also like now, like now that she's graduated and she's home, like it's back to just like how it was. Yeah. So um, I would say kind of just like having to go through situations like that. But 
um, thankfully, thank God that I have really good friends that, you know, we've just been able to just grow through those things together and still come out like strong. Yeah. It also helps that you grew up here and you stayed here. Like Gabby and I moved around a lot. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like we moved to this area the weekend after I graduated high school. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have like a senior summer and I was left with nothing (laughs) friendship wise. So I like had to start from scratch. Gabby and my other siblings had the opportunity to be in school still so they can make friends. Um, But. So then how was that for you, like that transition, like moving to a whole new town and like oh. not having that like school experience of like oh. kind of just like basically being forced into friendships because yeah. like you're in class. Yeah, we had people, opportunity to make friends, extracurriculars and things like that. So Brie how was, was thrown that? into like work, like adulthood, to go find yeah. a job. It was awful. Mm-hmm. I, I really, really, really battled with depression in that time. Um, it was horrendous because the people that I was working with were either significantly older than me or, and if they were my age, they were like partying and doing drugs, which is not my scene. And so I didn't have the opportunity to meet people that were like-minded or even close, anywhere close to my age. Um, And so, I mean, honestly, if I wouldn't have been in that situation, I probably wouldn't have met my husband. So, I mean, it all kind of works together, but um, like we've said in previous episodes that, you know, your significant other, like, can't be everything for you. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't be a female friend to me. Mm-hmm. He can't. I can't, like, not saying that he, because he is my best friend. The brains don't work like he that. Can, but he cannot provide to me what a female friend can provide to me. And I can't expect him to do that. Mm-hmm. And it caused a lot of strain on our relationship, especially when we were long distance, because, you know, he had all his friends. Mm-hmm. He grew up. I mean, he... When he moved to the United States, he moved to Virginia and stayed there until he moved here in 2016. So for 15 years, he lived in the same place, had all the same friends, grew up together, and none of them went off to college. They all went to community colleges or Mm -hmm. went somewhere local. So they were all together all the time. So I would get extremely jealous when he would go out just doing things that because I didn't have that to do. So now I wasn't jealous because he was like thinking he was doing things he shouldn't be doing. I was jealous because, oh, he gets to go out and I don't have friends to do that. Mm. And so it would cause arguments because I would be on my part. It was wrong because I would be jealous and be, you know, expecting him to be what I needed him to be. But he couldn't even if he was living here. He couldn't. He can't be that for me. He can't do what you guys can do for me. So um, that was that was really, really, really tough. And at the time I wasn't we weren't going to church anywhere and it took a long time to find a home church. And even then the home church didn't have people my age. Like it was the same problem. I just could not meet people. I couldn't, I couldn't even get into spaces with people my age. And so I don't think like I was even able to do that until, Oh Lord, probably last year, like Mm -hmm. to really truly be in a space where there was a large group of people my age. I have met people like here and there through jobs or whatever, but nothing ever panned out to actual friendship because it it just was something was up with it. Something was yeah. in the way something was wrong. Um, so that was really difficult. And I feel like that happens to a lot of people is especially when you go into the workforce, um, you're not necessarily going to be surrounded by people that are all your age. Like I still don't work with very many people my age. 
like in my whole career. Yeah. Um, and luckily I'm not there to make friends because. Right. <laughs> I mean, they, I don't yeah. I don't really have anybody well, my know. age where I'm at right now. And so, um, you know, and that also in that with that problem of not being in spaces where um, I'm with people my age, it made it so that I was less tolerant of people my age because I was having to make friends with people that are significantly older than than me. So I was expecting this. I think it, it caused me to grow up quite a bit. And I was also expecting this um, maturity level from people that I was from people that I'm with 30s, 40s to be in, you know, 20s. And I you, you just can't get that because right. that's not it's a totally different walk of life. So that was another big issue for me. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it's like I got to a point that I was just so tired of pouring into relationships that didn't equally pour into me. Like I had been burned like so many times that I was tired of even trying to ignite any flame with someone. Right. Like I was tired of it. And honestly, if you think about it, like having friends and trying to find friendships, is kind of like dating right? Cause like you meet someone, you test it out to see if it's something that you think would work and then you beco- end up becoming vulnerable with them and you end up being hurt. Yeah. And I know so many guys that say that they've had friends since middle school or high school and they've been friends with the same people for years or whatever. And it's, but it's rare that you hear that with women. Mm-hmm. It happens, but it's rare. Like I don't have any friends that I, I have one friend from high school. But it was late, later high school. It wasn't even, you know, and because we moved, yeah, because we nice. moved so many times. But yeah. it's rare that you stay friends with those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's that's because it's women are naturally more vulnerable and in tune with their emotions than men are. Not that they're not, but it's just different. Our brains are wired, wired differently, you know. So, for example, let's say, and this is a made up scenario. Let's say JL came home from hanging out with a friend. Um, and let's say he comes home and he's like, Oh, like my friend, Nick, his girlfriend broke up with him. And my first is like, Oh my gosh. Like, well, what happened? And he says, well, I don't know. We didn't talk about it. And I was like, well, did he say why? No. Well, did she say, did like she say, what did she say? Right. Like, I don't know. We We, just hung out. We would have asked a million questions. Yeah. And 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 they wouldn't. No. And so it's like men, they don't get vulnerable with their other male friends. Elvis Elvis wants to know all the tea, all the hot goss. (laughs) Listen, if there's hot goss to be had, Elvis is going to find it and he's going to pour it in his cup. I'm telling you. There's been lots of times he'll be like, babe, I heard this. And I'm like, oh, what about this? He was like, okay, I found this out and I did it. And I'm like. Right. This is nice. Like men, <laughs> some some men do, but like the I'd most. Say Elvis is 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 uh, not typical. But when he he's with his guy, when out. he's with his guy friends, oh, they all talk the hot tea. Really? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, I feel like. Oh yeah. When I asked JL about things and what he was like, I don't know. We just hung out. Well, what did you talk about? I don't know. Sports, whatever. Yeah. I think it. I think but it depends. I feel on... like guys don't like opening up about. Like they're not gonna go home. Exactly, and be like, babe. Like you're not gonna tell me what you're not gonna believe what Brian told me. Like oh, blah, Elvis blah, does, blah. That. does Elvis do that? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that disproves my point. I but don't know about it. <laughs> the point is, majority women are more likely to get together and like what's the hot gossip and and they're going to share all the details all of the feelings all of the emotions when guys don't necessarily sit down and have a feelings talk you know um sorry my mom was calling me sorry mom i hung up on mom 
I love you, mom. She's probably going to call me next. <laughs> um, I think it just causes like women because that happens. It causes us to enter into a crazy, emotional, deep relationship with someone way too quickly, you know, and that's honestly the downfall of the relationship. And because we're still trying to figure out life and how, learn how to be an adult, it like adds so much stress to any relationship, but it affects our female relationships the most. Because I don't know why, but I just feel like, at least for me, I get way too emotionally attached to another woman before I like did with JL when we were dating. Like I literally just connect with somebody on like such a, cause I'm like, you get it. You understand. Like, you know how, like how it is mm-hmm. to be a woman and how, like how we think and what, like you just understand mm-hmm. or someone battles the same issues. And I'm like, you get it. Like, yes, if I you know, trust you, know. you. I can, I can open up to you about this thing. And then they turn around and stab you in the back with it or like whatever, you know, but how, how do we fix this? You know, how do we go from isolating ourselves? Cause we've been hurt from friendships and are tired and always being not the one to do the work and having a healthy connection with someone. Oh, sorry. Okay. How do we go from being the person who's her and pouring into our friendships to have, having a good, healthy connection with someone on an equal level and feel as if they're pouring into us as well. I think we have to start by learning what it means to be a good friend and how can we be good friends to someone without sacrificing our own mental health. Why are you laughing? Are you laughing because I messed up my words? No, I looked over <laughs> Rihanna. <laughs> she was like sleep. Hello? I'm so tired. I feel, I just rested she my eyes. Was like, I rested my eyes for a oh second. Oh my gosh, does that mean all of our listeners are going to be sneezing no, during no. this episode? No, she was I'm looking at me tired. like this. She was, wasn't even looking at me. She was just... Was I what I was saying I not, not fire enough? No, no, no. It was great. I just... I'm sure it was great. I don't remember what it was because I was asleep. But I'm that quick? I have not... I have not stopped running since uh 6:45 this morning. Like I have had no downtime, no oh rest time. Oh my gosh. So I'm tired. I'm going to say it again for you, Brie. Yeah, please say it louder. How can we go from isolating ourselves because we've mm. been hurt from friendships and are tired of always being the one to do the work to having a healthy connection with someone on an equal level and feel as if they are pouring into us as well. I think we need to start by having by learning what it means to be a good friend. How can we be a good friend to someone without sacrificing our own mental health? So the question is, what do you think it means to be a good friend? Hmm. Well, um, I would say uh, communication is definitely key, which I feel like people always say, like, for relationships, like, you have to communicate. And I think that's as equally as important in friendships as well. And also just being um, understanding that... um, you know, things happen. You know, wake up, Bree. <laughs> I feel like the wiggles. Wake up, Jeff. One, your voice is very soothing. Wake up, Bree. Yeah, you're like. Oh. I hit the microphone. I'm sorry. Hopefully that will like, you up. Oh, the, mm. Good night. <laughs> Do you need to stand up and record? No. You want me to like scream? No, 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 no. I'm fine. I wasn't stopping to get coffee. I'll but, talk in an accent. But. <laughs> I think that it's important <laughs> for everybody to to communicate. I can't. I think communicating is important. You got to think can't. it through. Yeah, you got to think it through, mate. I can't. Yeah, you just got to communicate and then just be understanding 
of you know people's lives and that lives you all let your light shine (laughs) there's got to be understanding of people's lives so lives Lives. i think i think for for you know to be a good friend communication understanding is a two two key things hmm what about you brie i'm thinking well i mean i guess uh I consider myself to be a good friend and things that I wrong things that I (laughs) things that I do that I would consider like being a good friend is um, and I guess this could be a flaw for myself too but like I always go above and beyond for people Um, sometimes in doing that I like put myself out a little bit um, just because I want to be, be there for that person in their time of need or, um, whatever it may be, like drop everything and go and help my friend. Um, uh, but, but that's, that's part of my love language though, is act of, acts of service. Let's say everybody so, has different love listen, languages. I was going to say like, Brianna, we hadn't even been friends for like two months and I got a flat tire coming home from her house one night. <laughs> And I just, I don't even know why I called her while she was the first one I called, but I called her and I was like, Hey, like, I'm like at this gas station, like my tire is flat. Like, I don't know what to do. And she was like, Oh, I know how to change a tire. Me and Elvis are on our way. And I sent her my location and her and Elvis showed up. They changed my, it was like midnight. They came and changed my tire on the shady side of town. It was was scary. It was real scary. Luckily a cop had came and, you know, had like flashed his light and, you know, which is making sure we were safe and everything was yeah. okay but like Jump brianna scared. literally did that and like we hadn't even known each other that long what you were leaving my house i felt bad like if you wouldn't have gone to my house maybe you wouldn't have gotten a flat tire i mean it would have happened at some point my tires was bald well <laughs> but uh <laughs> but i think but it also depends on like what your love language is but like that's my love language is acts of service and so um i'll be like okay whatever you need i'll do that whatever you need i can help you i can you know whatever um, but if that's not your love, love languages, I, I, I guess a good way to put it is like, whatever your love language is, like really get a grasp on that and put it into your friendship and understand and, and understand what other people's love language is. It's just like dating. This it's stuff just, applies right. to your friendships too. Yeah, because like, just don't go kill kiss your friend. Right. You no. Know? Like for example, um, <laughs> Uh, for example, I'm going to use you as an example, Gabby. No. Um, straight to Jen. Uh-huh. Huh? Anyway. Straight to Jen. Um, oh. <laughs> you, you need to receive words of affirmation often. I do. Whether you want to agree with it or not, you do. I do. Um, and so I am not great at giving words of affirmation, but I really have to channel it when Gabby's having a struggle or a gallop, <laughs> as we call it. Um, where her mind is just reeling and which we all do it. Our minds mm-hmm. are reeling and we're like, Oh my gosh, what if, what if, what if, what if, and you're thinking of things that are so not even possible. The way um, my mind works, imagine a fishing pole, like in a lake and you're casted on the lake and there's like nothing happening. Okay. And it's fine. Everything's fine. All of a sudden a fish grabs it and darts off and it goes, the line goes and it just, <laughs> goes that's a good analogy and it like unreals 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 and i gotta grab a hold of that and like really really yeah it's going way into the deep of your mind yeah so like everything's fine and just chill and then 
I'll have an instant and it just. Yeah. So I needed to work on words of affirmation when I'm having a conversation with Gabby when Gabby needs it. Um, and, uh, like it and everybody has a different thing and so like that's just like with your your dating relationships marriage whatever your your friendships is important to learn what other people's love language is um so that you can you know and there's even ways to like combine what your love language is with your friends yeah so um like okay for example like I said, Gabby needs Gabby needs words of affirmation. When Gabby graduated high school, she was freaking out and galloping because she didn't know what she wanted to do. And she was like, I'm just I'm so stressed. I don't want to be at home. Da, 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 da. And my is my love language is active service. And so I bought a book. It's a children's book. And I don't remember what it's called, but I think it's on your on your uh TV stand or something. It is. Um, but I bought that book as an act of service and it was talking about, oh, look, and there's mom calling me. Um, I was say Lauren's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I bought that book and it was talking about having big feelings and it's okay to have big feelings and your dreams and all these things. And so that gave Gabby the words of affirmation that I didn't need to say, but I was giving her like i was having an act of service by buying her this book i was quiet wheel tears she cried and she still has it and i think i wrote a note in it it's super cute but you know it's such a cute book that's a very specific that's a very specific um example but like there's ways that you can combine the two so that both are being satisfied Mm -hmm. that makes you feel like you're being a good friend for me i think that being a good friend i wanted to do an accent too yeah, you is got it, to do is it country? I don't know what it is. I <laughs> I'm think I'm um, sure. just putting. I can't hold on. Wait, what am I going for? Because I wanted mine to be British, oh, and it came out Australian. Just and I was putting like, oh. effort into keeping some kind of communication. Even is that <laughs> you're like trying so hard? I just I would think it's either concentration. I think <laughs> that I'm trying going, to keep some sort of effort. <laughs> That's what you sound like. I'm going for like. <laughs> run no. What? What is it? He's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> Once I make my move, you're free to check the the king. No, you guys. I haven't seen it. Okay, all you who either have seen Harry Potter or I seen the TikTok see sound. Anyways, I just think that putting an effort into keeping some kind of communication, right? Just keeping that line of communication with each other, whether it's every day or like spread out to a monthly or every few months you're reaching out. But like also with the understanding that life happens, schedules are crazy and we can't just jump to conclusions. If we're not constantly having conversation, you just have to trust your relationship is strong enough to, and it has a good foundation. <laughs> Gabby. Hello. You too. No, you're Hello, we take turns galloping on whether I Celine's mad at us or not. <laughs> I do not. That's we, you. We, no, not we me. take turns galloping on whether no. Celine hates us right now. Or my, not. my horse stays in the stable. Thank you. Yours might he be running around. The, the yours might be running around the track, but mine stays in the stable, <laughs> grazing in the pasture with happiness. <laughs> No, Gabby's are literally always going around. I literally, Gabby. My I horses are training for the race. Are you kidding? <laughs> they always out on the course. 
Yep, mine are leisurely eating the grass and the hay <laughs> with the cows and the goats and the pigs. They're just living their best life. Well, okay, for them. I do just want to mention they might do an occasional trot, but there's no galloping. <laughs> I'm screaming. <Yeah. laughs> it doesn't work all the way up to a gallop. It's just a little yeah, trot, just a little, trot. Like, on just the a, path. Just a little anxiety, and then on they chill the out. wooded path, and they chill out. <laughs> Yours is on a wooded path. Mine's on the racetrack. <laughs> just fishing line. <laughs> no, Gabby's just like like kick their like person off of their back and it's like just going around <laughs> Straight up like Kentucky Derby style. Oh, you know like, what? I'm on. not even a horse. I'm a bull at the rodeo. <laughs> you know what? There it is. There it is. And Celine is the matador trying to run away from you because she's like, why are you saying I'm mad at you? <laughs> she's like, oh, am I mad at you? Nope. <laughs> and you're still just like, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. A <laughs> little bounce you just did. <laughs> Bouncing in her seat. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I, on the same kind of topic, I do just want to mention that some people might tell you to be a good friend, you have to correct or call out behavior mm. or things like that. But I just want to say that you have to be oh so very careful with that. And the only time, in my opinion, you should be correcting or calling out is if someone's actually like harming someone or themselves. Okay. Because, or, or like, even if they ask you to be like some kind of accountability, cause I've been that person. Someone's asked me to be an accountability partner before and I corrected somebody and they were like upset. So <laughs> I just wanted to say like, if you're in that position, just be so, so cautious with that. And I just want to encourage you to let the Holy Spirit guide you through that process because sometimes people do really want to be held accountable. But also, I feel like the only real person or being that can keep us accountable is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's not really anyone in this world that I know could keep me accountable for my actions. Yeah. You know, so if someone's asking you to correct them on something or whatever, pray about it. And really, really handle it with care because it's not worth losing a friend over. Because yeah. I've been in that position before of having to say something. Hey, girl, you told me not to let you do this or whatever. And they're like, well, you know, and now they're upset because they think I'm coming at them or whatever it is. Yeah. But being a good friend does not mean that you have to correct or say your two cents or opinion or call them out or whatever. Sometimes being a good friend is stepping back and kind of supporting through their learning process and Mm -hmm. through their struggle and like just kind of walking (laughs) with them. You're not a bad friend if you don't correct them, you know, even if they've asked for it. Sometimes that's the smarter thing to do. Because you, you don't to, want to I mean, be the you bad have to guy. The situation. Yes, but, that's what I mean. Pray about it. But also, unfortunately, because we are human and we can't always uh, process things um, the way they are actually meant, and we may misunderstand what somebody's trying to say. Yeah. Unfortunately, if we are doing the correcting, it can c- come across as condemn condemning. Right. And um, that's why it's important just to let the Holy Spirit do that. Because he convicts, he doesn't condemn. Mm-hmm. And coming from us, another human, a lowly human, you know, yeah. that like, not, not really, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, another you human, like that? I don't know, a lowly, <laughs> lowly human. because like, you know, it can come off hypocritical 
because, you know, everybody makes mistakes and yeah. everybody like everybody, everybody makes, makes mistakes. mistakes. Oh, everybody has jinx. those days. Everybody you owe me a drink. You done did that with me you last time. You owe me a pop. You owe me something delicious. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. I want an Olipop. Is anybody Nobody's an Olipop? Bro, I freaking love Olipop. I, Gabby didn't like it. Uh, maybe it was just the flavor that I didn't like. Watermelon lime. It was so fresh and delicious. Wait. Olipop. Yeah. We're talking about the same. It's a pop. She's like a, a healthy wait. pop. It's a prebiotic. Like the probiotic? Prebiotic. They have a watermelon lime. It's delicious. It's not Olipop. You're talking about poppy. No, mm. it's Olipop. Olipop has a watermelon yes, lime. Yes, it's so good. I just got it. From where? From Target. Well, I got it from somebody, but she got it from Target. They have a watermelon lime. Yes. Bro, their tropical punch and the grape are chef's kiss. I haven't had... I had cream soda. And I had watermelon lime. Strawberry vanilla is also good, is too. Is it? Yes. Oh. I love Olipop. I didn't know you guys were Olipop girlies. Gabby's not. I'm an Olipop. Why am aren't you an Olipop girl? I am now an Olipop girl. Well, girly. do you like kombucha? No. no. Ugh. I don't think it tastes like kombucha at all. I, I mean, it, but it has like that like. I'm not going to tell you what I call it. Never mind. Low. Like <laughs> it, it, I have a name for it. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> That'll have to be off air. What? Oh, I want to say it. Don't say what, it. What you call kombucha? I don't call it kombucha. Oh, tell us after. <laughs> I think Brie already knows. I don't know. I do. It's not safe for podcast ears. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but no, it has like apple cider vinegar in it. it no, no. Poppy does. Olipop doesn't? They do not have apple cider vinegar. Oh, I should not have touched my eye. Uh-oh. Olipop does not have apple cider vinegar in it. Poppies do. Oh. Olipop uses like root vegetables and stuff. I think I'm getting them confused. Probably. But Olipop is really good. Either <laughs> way. That's my favorite. That was a long tangent. I am Let's so say I have another sorry. question. Okay, go. What are some things that you do to actively pour into your friendships? Oh. Call I didn't them. think about this Hello? one. I, don't, I feel like I don't do a good job. Cause I'm I'm one of those people where like I kind of like being alone and sometimes I forget that I have friends. Oh, which <laughs> sounds so terrible. Forgetting. But like I don't know. Sometimes like I, I can genuinely like sometimes like really go like days without just talking to anybody. And then I'm like, oh shoot, like maybe I should call this person we and like know. check on. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, I was like, no, I know, I know. Um, just kidding. <laughs> I don't. I need to my, think about this. See, but that's how we are a good friend to you is we force you I was gonna say, mine to was, have a conversation. <laughs> mine was I try my best to reach out even if it's been like a while and like it's crazy. We're busy and like I try my best to make an effort to call if it's been a while, you right, know, like, right. like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? How are you? I think just putting effort into like keeping communication and like having yeah. like a basis of. And you don't have to talk every day. You know, we talk every day, but that's an us thing. <laughs> you know, we don't have to talk oh, every day. Yeah. Um, you know, I I would say like have it be it have it be based on what your friend needs. Like if yeah. your friend is like Celine and doesn't need that constant like communication where you talk often and you can go two weeks without talking and y'all are good, then great. But if you have somebody like Gabby that you need to talk like at least four or five times a week. I feel like that's a hit on me. That's an attack. It's not it's an, an attack. example. If you're like Gabby Gabby, do you know how many times you're like, it's been twenty four hours. Have you heard from Celine? I'm like, no. <laughs> She's like, I have not heard from Celine. Is she mad at me? Ah, have you heard you you haven't heard anything? No Snapchats, no texts, nothing. I'm like, no, I'm I'm sure she's just busy. Or you think Celine's in the trunk of a car getting kidnapped by your Walmart. That literally makes me pee every time I think about it. 
like y'all like i work i work at walmart just like everybody knows and one time i stayed over for overtime and gabby was checking my location and she thought that somebody had kidnapped me and was just riding around the parking lot with my body in their trunk that was a because gallop. she was like you don't usually stay after work blah, you blah, don't blah. But why would they drive around the parking lot with my body in the truck? I Who don't does know that? because they're crazy. That's exactly what's her. I don't See, even want to hear it. You it, just had a gallop about one of your other friends going missing no. and you literally called me so upset. I don't even want to hear it because it was OK, but it was really good. It was not. It was I don't know. Really good. She told me the story and it was it wasn't that intense. Bro, her phone was in the trash can. Like yeah. it said that it was in the but trash. You didn't know. What if her body was in there? What but if they? It wasn't. What if I'm she just got, saying it's the same thing. What if she got kidnapped and someone threw her phone in the trash can to you know get rid of evidence? And what if somebody, somebody hit you up the top of the head and shoved you in they, their trunk? Why would they drive around the parking because lot for hours? Crazy. Why would they drop it off in the garbage can of the apartment where they stole her? Well, why? Where else would they leave it? In any other dumpster ever? Throw it on the side of the road. Okay, we're moving on because we're running out of time. <laughs> How can you be a good friend without <laughs> sacrificing your mental health and boundaries? <sighs> I think just laying out what your boundaries are. Because sometimes yeah. it's hard to keep a friendship if you're the one pouring into it. Yeah. And no one yeah. else is pouring into you, but you don't want to lose those people. I right. think just learning your friends. Yeah. Like we've been saying, like learning what they need, learning what you need and laying out your boundaries, like you said, and like having a conversation of like, this is what I need out of this. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be like a deep emotional thing. Like, yeah. the, you know, you could just say like, you know, this is what I'm looking for in a friend. So <laughs> are, is it you? Not. OK, cool. Yeah. Like we could just be acquaintances and follow each other on Instagram. I was say at our first Bible study, like everybody was like, no, we just need friends who like, you know, are Christians and, you know, we can hang out with and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, it's been gravy thus far. So, well, yeah, it's been gravy. You know, some far. of the gravy's been a little chunky, but we've smoothed yeah. it out. <laughs> We've gotten it to a good consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it can go on the noodles now. Yeah, and the mashed you know, potatoes. Sometimes it it just takes a bit of of <laughs> trying out different recipes and yeah. seeing what works. You we got a good old switch gravy out pot some roast ingredients. Now. Love it. Yeah. You know? Sometimes people want a roux. Sometimes people want to use the the Still bouillon the cube in and the morning. I've heard that song a long time. Anyway. I think that sometimes <laughs> sometimes being a good friend is backing off a little bit. Maybe setting that boundary. Sometimes it means spending more time investing in your friend. It could mean for a season you don't see each other too much because life gets busy. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys really only text or Snapchat or you just don't have time to see each other in person. Maybe you have to see each other every day. You know, maybe you don't see each other for a whole year and you have one big, awesome, fantastic day together every once in a while, you know, like maybe and that's sometimes all it needs. But friendship is such a wide spectrum and it doesn't look the same for everyone. And your friendships don't have to look the same as some of your other friendships either. Like I have friends like Celine and Bree who I try to talk to on the daily. Maybe it's weekly sometimes. Okay. We are your first hello and your last goodbye every day. I think we get more communication than jail. I also have friends friends that I have not seen for a year or two, but I know if I call, they'd pick up and be there for me just and pick up where we left off. Like no time was wasted. 
but it doesn't mean I don't love either one of them less than the other. Like they all have a special place in my heart. It just looks different. <laughs> it just, it just looks different, but maybe you have a friend that hasn't been investing in you and the way that you want. And Which it makes is exhausting. You, it makes you feel burnt out and drained. Yeah. But maybe that's not something they realize that they're doing. Maybe it's, they don't know what's happening. Maybe it's time for a conversation or they're not pouring into you and giving you what you need because they're struggling with something or there's something going on. Maybe you need to be like, Hey girl, what, what's happening? Are you okay? Like you're different lately. Like what's going on? I've noticed a change or it's as simple as I feel like maybe it's a heart to heart. I feel like I'm doing all this and you're not giving me what I need. And cause maybe they don't even realize cause it might be their personality. Like that's just how they are. But <clears throat> I want to add that you can't, you can't expect people to, you can't expect anybody to be what you imagine in your head. Right. It's kind of like when you watch like a romance movie, um, like for example, um, I'm a Bridgerton watcher. I don't think either one of you, do you watch Bridgerton? Mm-mm. Okay. You need to. Bridgerton. It's phenomenal. Um, but all of those, like I watched a TikTok the other day that like, you know, women were commenting on a clip from Bridgerton where the the lead character, the lead guy, was like pouring out his love to the woman, right? So <clears throat> all these women are like, oh, I wish, you know, I had somebody who talked to me like that. I wish my husband talked to me like that, blah, 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 blah. And so then somebody stitched it and they were like, the reason that these kind of men are not realistic is because they were written by women. Mm, it was mm. from the woman's imagination. So it's what women are wanting, imagining in their brain is not a realistic expectation all the time. I'm sure that there are some men that are that way. I'm not saying they don't exist, but it's rare. The way that they're portrayed on TV is rare. So like, it's the same kind of thing with friendship or even your relationship or whatever. Like you can't, you can't have an image in your head and expect and play out how you think everything, how you want everything to go, how you need everything to go, because you can't predict people and you can't fully understand people. And you can't, um, you could know, you could literally be friends with somebody, be in a relationship with somebody for years and years and years and learn something new. Like I learned something new about Elvis probably once a week. We've been together 10 years. Well, also, you can't be mad at someone when they're not treating you the way that you'd like to be if you haven't, hey, yeah, you know, this is how I'd like to be. This is how I, maybe this is my love language. This is how I like, like, have that conversation. Hey, friend, like, I really like getting breakfast. I like getting breakfast with you or (laughs) stop making fun of me. No, I just. I like doing this with you or like when you do this, like, it makes me like, hey, you know, you don't reach out a lot. Like, could you reach out more? Like, you know, just. How they like they can't do it right if you don't tell them like how you want it to be done. You know, you can't be mad at somebody for not. But you when also they don't know. can't expect them to come all your way. Exactly. So yeah. you got to find common ground. Like yeah. right. Maybe, so like you know, I don't. I don't. At first, I because Celine is not a talk everyday person. I was like, what the heck. Does she not like? I was galloping a little. I was trotting. No, I don't gallop. I was trotting. That was a full gallop. No, no. That and one? I was like, I don't understand. Like. You know, what did I do? I thought we hit it off, whatever. And then I learned, Celine, that Celine doesn't need to talk every day. And that's okay. When when Celine gets back to me, Celine gets back to me, which is usually pretty quick. But, you know, I'm probably going to reach out first. That's okay. That's fine. Uh, And I had to learn that and that it's not anything wrong with me. And I think that's what's detriment, what is causing the breakdown of friendships is that people are assuming 
what other people's reasonings for what they do, why they do what they do. Mm -hmm. And they aren't having a conversation. And so they are, um, like feeling like, Oh no, it's me. They don't want to be my friend. And so they shut down and stop. I have done that for years, literally years. Yes. So like, Oh, this person didn't do this. This person doesn't want to talk to me. I'm doing, I'm doing all the work, whatever done. Wash my hands, be done. But that, and I never gave that person an opportunity to explain themselves. I never gave that. I never found out what, how that person, what their love language is because they were not giving me what I needed. Or like what was even going on with them. Or what them. was going on. I did not take the time to do that, which made me not a good friend. <clears throat> so I had to learn that not, not everybody is going to be a friend to me the way that I am a friend. Like people are going to give me friendship in the way that they can. And I need to understand what their capacity is and that we can, as we grow together and get to know each other, we can find common ground and it, and it may not even, I haven't ha, even, I didn't have to have a conversation with Celine. She figured me out. I figured her out just yeah, by, sometimes hey, you just, just kind by of spending find a vibe. time, like mm-hmm. just by spending time together, you figure it out. Like Miss Lauren, we love Miss Lauren. Miss Lauren does not text. She does not text back. I used to think she was ignoring me. She just don't text back. But two days later, she will call you and she will say, oh, my gosh, I am so sorry. I've been so busy. And I'm like, it's OK. Miss Lauren, but also, if you're bad texter, you got to be straight up and tell people that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you tell just, people. You got to tell people I am a <laughs> bad tell texter. You tell Let them. them know. But, but yeah. To that, though, if you have had that conversation, hey, what's going on? And you're trying to dig deeper. And if it's a good conversation, oh, I've been this way and this is what's going on. Or, oh, I didn't know. I'm sorry. And and if nothing changes, nothing gets better. Or anything like that. To that, I say maybe being a good friend might be backing off and letting them reach out to you. Because we can be a good friend without sacrificing the standard we set for ourselves and without sacrificing sometimes our mental health. Because I know a lot of times for me, I've had to set that boundary and I've had to, okay, I've reached out to this person this many times and they've canceled on me this many times. I'm just going to back off a little bit because it seems like they don't, they aren't ready. They for it right aren't now. ready for it. Like I'm going to let yeah. them reach out when they're ready for me. Yeah. Because for me, it's just not, or if they need you. Yeah. And like I'm always going to be person. here, but like, I'm not going to sacrifice my time right. and my emotion and my everything, right. you know, to cater, mm-hmm. you know, there's been people that would only start to call me when they needed something yeah. or wouldn't, you know, like I haven't talked to you in months and they're like, they call me after four months. Hey, I'm going on vacation. You want to come dog sit for me? And I'm like, I haven't no. talked to you in like four no. and a half months. The answer is no. Hello? I do not. But Absolutely like if they not. need no. something and they're going through something with their whoever, I'll be there for you. Except, I got you. You know, Celine would come watch Wanda because she can't resist Wanda. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> for sure. But we all deserve a good friend who pours into us and cares for us. But if they're not doing that, that doesn't mean we shouldn't be a good friend to them. Unless somebody has done something to harm you or hurt your feelings and there's a legit reason that like you're not friends, we should show I mean we should show love and kindness and acceptance to everyone no matter what, but right. showing forgiveness and continuing to be friends and whatever like that's a decision you're going to have to have based on circumstances, but you should always show forgiveness, love and acceptance to everyone. And at the end of the day, just show them Christ and just be a good friend to yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. And and hope I'm hoping that for me, at least, if I can just uphold this, just genuinely wanting to be a good friend to people and just to be a listening ear and helping hand to whoever needs it without sacrificing my 
mental health or emotional or draining myself, then I'm hoping that my friendships and my relationships will progressively get better. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing everything I can do to better myself and to just be a good friend, I'm hoping people will give that vibe back to me. Right. And yeah, I'll, I, I won't have friendships that crumble and fall, you know, like they have before. Right. Because nobody likes that. I'm sure that things will still happen and there'll be people that you you just can't come to a common ground with and you just don't click with, you don't vibe with. But um, trying your best is what's most important. And also, because we're humans, and we said this before, you will always be let down by somebody. Yep. I've been let down by both y'all before. We've all let each other down at some point. Um, That's true. Excuse me. I have always <laughs> been the best for you. Yeah, I'm sorry. The what only way that I can moment? think of. Can you tell me? No, I don't even the know. The only way I just, can think so, of so how don't I know. have. So why would you oh, say it I know what know. it is, Celine. Anytime she wants to go out to eat and we don't want to go out to eat. So we say no. That's disappointing yes. to Gabby. That that's it. Girl, I bet you bye. money. I bet you money. Celine's like I literally I'm, just said what when when did I let you down? She goes, oh, I, I don't remember. Right, it was an example. It was an. Don't exa- use me as an example if it's not true. I'm, not you trying to put me on blast to the. <laughs> on the podcast. I said we've all right. probably she let each both. other down at some point. Oh, I have never felt let down <laughs> by y'all. I haven't either. Blatantly no, you lied. just said that you. D- wow. Except my bre- I'm just kidding. Yeah, because I don't want to go to go to get, eat get food with you. You never want to go because I, by when you call me, it is 9:30 p.m. No, 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 I am no. in my comfies. Wow. I am not going anywhere. <laughs> and just because you're comfortable going out in public in your comfies, I oh, am not. It's like sometimes when I ask, we love to go to get Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets together, and sometimes I'll ask Bree to go get spicy chicken nuggies, and she doesn't want to go. Yeah, because I want to go home. It feels like it's you're like, I go after to something. It feels and like you're cheating on me. With, with who? who? Her husband? Home. With You know what? Home is where the heart is, Gabby. That's where I want to be. <laughs> I want to be your home. Oh. Home is where your sister is. No. Yeah. Like that's, years ago. Yeah, that's not accurate. Together. And that's what it is because remember at nighttime when we used to live with mom and dad's, we would do like the Taco Bell runs and we'd, we'd all go out and we'd get all this late night like fast food. Like I just... Those were good times. Do you remember? Gabby, the amount of time that you and I spend together is an ungodly amount. But I was going to say, I feel nuggets. like you guys spend a lot of time Wendy's together. Wendy's. Because I'd be, ch- be checking. Spicy chicken nuggets. <laughs> Celine's like, a stalker. That's what I you're doing now, Celine. Stalker. You're a stalker. I you stalk not. me all the time. I am not. For example. Actually, I do. There, Brie, you did leave. You did. You did let me down one time. What? On Sunday, you were home and I FaceTimed you and you didn't answer. You let it <laughs> ring the whole time. And then two seconds later, I got an email that someone had logged in to the Instagram account from Niles. And I was like, hmm, not her logging in, not her being on her phone. We had and logging it in. Was and Mother's it was Mother's Day and, and we had people over. It was like eight o'clock. Everybody was still at my yeah. house. See, so and this is why communication is important. Because she was like, cheat, not my call. I'm like, we had my mom there. My family was no, there. You didn't ignore it. You just, you let it, you let it ring. Yes. And then you got on your phone. You couldn't have been like, oh, sorry, I missed your call. We had people over. Well, I apologize. <laughs> 
You didn't apologize to me for not going to Wendy's with me. Gabrielle Michelle. She's your sister. It's different. Right. I don't got This is why Celine's a stalker. I'm going back to it. No, okay. I, I want to tell the story. So JL and I were supposed to be going to Philly, to, see, to Philadelphia to see his family. Okay? okay. And I was supposed to leave on Friday. Okay. And we hadn't left yet. Like we were supposed to leave in the afternoon. It was now evening time. Celine FaceTimes me. And I'm Gabby in, and JL have no sense of time when it comes to a road trip. That was not my fault. Just so you know. That was his fault. <laughs> okay. He was, he, he, I, he, I asked him if we could leave in the afternoon. He said he wanted to leave in the evening instead. That's I said, stupid. Why? Okay. Anyways, um, I'm in my bed waiting for him to get home. Whatever. Celine calls me. I said, hi. She goes, why are you still home? <laughs> no conversation or nothing. She said, why are you still home? Why, why are you in Niles? It's like. Um, hello to you too. I'm in. Why are you in bed? Uh, hello. I'm in bed. I'm. We haven't left yet. Oh. Oh. I'm like, okay. How did you know? I checked your location. <laughs> like so mean. And then anybody you, who has their friend's location, you cannot tell me that you don't just go check on there. Just I have your location. Don't. I don't check yours. You no. don't. No. See, that makes me feel so unsafe. Because what if I'm somewhere Celine. in the middle of nowhere and no one's checking on me? I checked your location that one time, and you know what happened? <laughs> I thought you were dead in somebody's trunk. This is why I don't check your location. But I was at work, and you know I work outside. I'm but taking you don't work that late. You never work. Carts. You don't stay that late. Gabby, you could see her little dot go in the parking lot back into Walmart. Sort. In the parking but, lot back into Walmart. The fact that it was, it wasn't, um, it must have been glitching or something and not very accurate because it was going all the way to the I, end of the parking lot and circling the back and then, like, it was ridiculous. Anyways, I watched it. It was not doing that. I, I'm not a stalker. I just want to check and make sure y'all are okay and see what you're doing. And then it also saves me a phone call. What if you're not home? Okay, you're not home, so I don't know not to call you. But if you're home, then I can call you. I can't. You know what's funny? I don't check your location. I just call you. Yeah. <laughs> I just call you. I don't Same. care what you do, and I'd just be calling you. Because <laughs> then that saves me a call. Because then you don't answer, and then I'm like, you know, then I don't feel bad. You know, then I'm not upset. I always answer. I always answer you when I'm at work. I'd be FaceTiming you. That's because you don't be really doing nothing. True. That's true. <laughs> That's true. She don't be doing nothing. But then there'll be times when I'm doing a lot. It's not so for, weird. Not it's very like, often. Not hello. Anyways, I'm going to make this a post on the Instagram, and I'm going to see how many other people check their friends' locations, because I know I'm not the only one. So I bet you're boom. the only one. I think the only person I I'm, check is... Elf. No, because like y'all send me TikToks all the time of other people that are like, oh, me checking my friends' locations. So yeah, I know because, I'm not by myself. Because it's you, it's, and it's funny. Yeah, but that also means that it's relatable, check, and the other people are doing it too. Especially the one that said... Checked my friend's location yesterday. Checked it today. Probably going to check it tomorrow. Did you send her that one too? Yeah. I sent her that one. We both sent her the same one. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, you know, if you become friends with Celine, just know that she will stalk you. No, it's not for. It's not everybody. Oh, I feel special. We made the list. Wow, we made the. It's stalking just like list. super close people. Like if like I don't have any of my like work friends' locations. Mm. But shade. Like all of my like close friends well no one of them I do but like all of my like close friends like wow nice still waiting <laughs> nice. for Miss Lauren to send me hers yeah she still hasn't sent me hers either yeah she has my location but she, I don't have hers so how rude waiting on that how's Lauren Lauren Patrice Patrice thought you just name dropping her like that on the podcast we didn't do her last name. Lauren Patrice. Lauren Patrice. 
Okay, I know just like you're Gabby Marie and she's Brianna Michelle. What's the challenge for this week? Because we done gone over our time. Shocking that we went over our uh, time. Ah, shocking. <laughs> what a shock. Um, this challenge this week is to uh, be a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes! No. How about for me, it's <laughs> pick that one person that you maybe have felt like you've been lacking in communication with and reach out to them. Hey, I haven't heard from you. How you doing? You know, I've been thinking about you, been praying about you or praying for you or like, what's going on? I haven't heard, like, give them a call. It just, the tiniest little like reach out can mean the world to somebody because if it was me a few years ago, even this time last year, I was at the point where I was like, I don't even want friends. I'm, I don't want any more friends because I Brie wake up. Sorry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if it were me a year ago, <laughs> I would be, I was at the point where I don't even want friends. No one cares. No one's reaching out. I'm done reaching out to people. That text probably would have meant the world to me because I had sworn off friendships because I was just tired of being burned out all the time. So like if you're that person and you're like, I have not heard from them. I have not whatever. Maybe I've been lacking. Pick that person, reach out to them. Period. That's that's our challenge for the week. That is great. Love that. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Wake up, Brie, on one, two, three, one, two, three. Wake up, Brie. You didn't say it. I'm sorry, because she was awake. I know. She got up. It didn't make sense to say it, and she was looking at me. He got up. Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in. He got up.